better. Welcome to Do Better Podcast, a digital content hub from Asade, built for minds interested in doing better. Knowledge ideas, perspectives, and research insights on topics that matter. Business advice for better decisions and growth. Latest on the world of innovation and ideas. A look inside a global world beyond borders and an open view on social challenges. You can leave your comments and suggestions on dobetter.isade.edu. We are here today with Anakiara Longon, professor at the Sade Business School, who just presented her work in our Sade Social Institute uh, research seminar. Uh, today, I would like to ask Anakiara about her fascinating work on supply chain transparency. Before talking about your study, Anakiara, could you tell us a bit? about yourself and the kind of work that you do? Uh, first of all, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to talk about my research. Um, I'm a professor at ESADE in the Operations, Innovation and Data Sciences Department, and my research area is about sustainable operations and sustainable supply chain management. The main aim of my research is to identify possible trade-offs between social, environmental and financial performance, taking the perspectives of operations and supply chain management. Your work is, that you presented today is about supply chain transparency. Could you please clarify, to start with, what do you mean by that? Uh, yeah, so um, let me do even a step, uh, a step back. So uh, as a first thing, I would like to, uh, to say that uh, nowadays uh, customers and stakeholders are more and more aware that a firm is no more sustainable than its supply chain and its suppliers. Uh, but before talking about how to improve sustainability in a supply chain, it's important to understand what is happening in a supply chain. And that's for this reason that we talk about the supply chain transparency. Uh, specifically, in uh, supply chain management, uh, we talk about different levels of information. Um, about the supply chain. The first level is supply chain visibility, which uh, is related to the efforts of managers to gather information about their supply chains, so about their suppliers, who they are, where they are, and so on and so forth. The second level uh, of information is related to supply chain traceability, which means for a company to be able uh, to trace back their uh, raw materials and goods that then are sold in their final products. And supply chain transparency is uh, uh, that level of information that regards the disclosure to the public um, of environmental social uh, information about uh, um, the activities happening upstream in a supply chain, so regarding a focal firm, suppliers, uh, and sub-suppliers. For people who are not necessarily experts on supply chain and supply chain transparency, is this something new? Is this something new to talk about transparency today, or this is something that has been there for quite some time? So we have been talking a lot about uh, supply chain traceability, which means to be able to understand where a product is coming from. But this focus on environmental and social performance is uh, showing up in the last years. Uh, it has been started focusing on the focal firm, on, his, uh, uh, on its uh, financial, uh, economic, and uh, environmental and social performance. And then uh, this expanded to the supply chain. Now, talking about the study that you presented today, could you briefly summarize what is the aim, what is the objective of that study? Uh, 
Um, so as, um, as the focal firms outsource uh, uh, increasing share of their manufacturing and logistics activities, the scope of environmental and social information disclosure is also expanding to their uh, suppliers and subsuppliers. Uh, the problem is that for a focal firm, to reach the level of supply chain transparency, including supplier and subsuppliers, uh, is very challenging for two main reasons. Uh, the first reason is that uh, a focal firm has limited visibility and control over suppliers uh, uh, beyond the first year in their supply chain. And the second challenge is that it's very costly to collect and analyze and disclose information regarding uh, all the members in their supply chain. So to make an example, uh, for a focal firm operating in the electronic industry, it's very complex to verify and disclose information regarding the presence or not of conflicts minerals in uh, their supply chain. Um, so what we do in this research is to try to investigate uh, the suppliers and subsuppliers' behaviors in terms of uh, environmental and social information disclosure and to see if there is a collective behavior of suppliers in the same supply chain. So to see if they uh, disclose environmental and social information in the same uh, extent. Okay, so I guess a question uh, is why should companies and suppliers provide that information and be that transparent on those things that are, I guess, sensitive and they are not obvious to, to be transparent on? Yeah, that's true. Um, some of this information uh, is sensitive and uh, it might be a challenging decision for a company to disclose this information. Uh, however, if the level of supply chain transparency is rich, this will provide uh, benefits for all supply chain members. Uh, especially two categories of benefits. The first category is uh, related to uh, the supply chain itself. So members which are part of a supply chain which is transparent uh, can identify potential risks related to sustainability in the future. Uh, for example, uh, environmental or social accidents that might stop their production and prevent it. So being more efficient. Uh, the second category of benefits instead is related to uh, the benefits coming from the disclosure of information outside the supply chain, so to the public, to external stakeholders, and in this case the advantage is related to better reputation, uh, gaining trust uh, from these uh, stakeholders, uh, um, attracting talents or capital. So during your presentation, the presentation of your study, you were talking about the supply chain structure and suggesting that this is very important to develop supply chain transparency. Could you tell us a little bit more about that and why is that important? Yeah, so our focus in, uh, in this study that I presented today is uh, on the link between uh, the supply chain structure and uh, the behavior of suppliers in this uh, supply chain. Uh, and um, the uh, idea is that uh, as uh, sociological studies show that social structure is a powerful mechanism to explain uh, how a, a collectivity of people uh, behave, so for example social movements or um, other collective uh, collective movements, uh, we consider the same to be, to be true for a supply chain, in which companies interact as in a social network. So as a focal firm cannot uh, collect uh, uh, and disclose information for all its members, what we want to do is to see that uh, certain supply chain structures are more conducive for uh, collective behavior between uh, suppliers, uh, which might be influenced by their peers, by our suppliers, to disclose uh, more about their environmental uh, and social performance.
So what are your main findings at the end? Uh, so our main findings is that um, Actually, suppliers and sub-suppliers uh, behave as a collectivity. So what we found is that there are significant dis differences between the suppliers that are part uh, of uh, uh, one supply chain compared to other supply chains. And we found that these uh, different behaviors uh, are related to uh, the density of the interactions that are taking place in this supply chain. So what's really important uh, to foster these uh, environmental and social information disclosure by suppliers is the network of interactions that they have between them. And through this network of interaction, they influence uh, each other and they stimulate each other to disclose uh, environmental and social uh, information. Okay, thanks for that explanation of the findings, the mind findings of your study. Now, could you tell us a little bit more about how did you do the study? What methodology actually you are? Uh, use in your research? So being this our first study uh, in relation to supply chain transparency, we decided to use a quantitative methodology and to, to test the links between the supply chain structure and uh, uh, suppliers, environmental and social information disclosure. And it's very difficult to find data about supply chains uh, and uh, about suppliers that are part of a supply chain. Um, so what we did is to use secondary data that are more and more available. Specifically, uh, there is a new um, source of information that is made available uh, by Bloomberg. So we use the Bloomberg supply chain databases through which we have been able to identify the relationships between uh, suppliers and sub-suppliers and focal companies. And we used also the Bloomberg database to uh, measure environmental and social um, disclosure. Uh, as this uh, uh, database include information about uh, uh, performance uh, of companies in terms of environmental and social sustainability. Okay, Anna Chiara, thank you very much for this. And now just to conclude, what could be the future avenues for this research stream? Uh, so thanks a lot uh, for, uh, for this question. I think it's very important now for our research to take uh, a further step to better understand what are the mechanisms that can facilitate the creation of a dense network of interactions between uh, suppliers and sub-suppliers to stimulate uh, environmental and social disclosure. So the next step that we are going to take uh, is to investigate uh, from a qualitative perspective specific supply chains uh, and identify mechanism to stimulate uh, this dense network of uh, interactions, such as, for example, meta-organization, that could be organization of producers getting together and having an intense uh, interaction between them, or also multi-stakeholders organization connecting buyers, suppliers, and sub-suppliers to our stakeholders, such as NGOs, uh, and that can stimulate interactions between uh, the supply chain networks and also environmental and social disclosure. Okay, Anna Kera, thank you very much for sharing all this today with us. It's been a pleasure and we are eager to know more about your research and how this evolves in the coming uh, months and years. Thank you very much. So thanks again for the opportunity to share um, something about my research and for sure we'll keep in touch for uh, news and updates about it. If you still want to learn more, remember, you can register on our platform dobetter.asade.edu That was all for today. Until next time, thank you. Do better.